Hey girlies, welcome to Crisis Strength, the podcast where we ring the alarm about cultural emergencies. Whether it's a flop album, an insane headline, a problematic fave, or just something that needs to be urgently discussed or you'll die, we're going to revive it and make sure it gets the medical assistance it so desperately needs. My name is Drew Haskins. Ever heard of him? No, you haven't. And I'm the only twink who can save a culture in crisis. Wow. This is a pivotal moment for the podcast. Finally, dear friend Gavin Myers is joining Crisis Inc. I am elated to be here. (laughs) No, it's good. I like, it is crazy that it has taken 43 episodes for us to finally I feel so unworthy. Well, 43 is a prime number. (laughs) and in numerology that can be very significant that is accurate but I I feel so unworthy um being so uninformed about the the cultural emergencies um I'm always in awe of the pod oh shush we're not gonna (laughs) have any self-deprecation on my podcast nothing more we teach twinks to shrink themselves (laughs) As a, as a woman once said, um, oh, well, not that wise, but like she she said it. I'm sure she said it. Um, no, I I you are absolutely worthy. We also have like a terrific slate of things to talk about today. Like this was a particularly insane week for the culture, and not to spoil too much of the games we're gonna play, but I added something to this list that literally came to light. Um, 10 minutes before we started recording today that it has shaken my foundation to its foundation and and I feel a bit um, guilty guilty (laughs) I'm thinking of the right uh, thing the same thing Oh, no, 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 you're not. No, 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 that's not it. Say what you're guilty for, because we do have to say RIP Tyranny Glare. Okay, it's been said. Yeah, and just last night I was having a conversation with a friend of the pod, Will Sandercock, uh, about Glare and how I thought he was already dead. And uh, literally, I don't even think it's been 24 hours since I I spoke his death Mm -mm. into being and here we are so I feel guilty I feel powerful and I don't know what to do with it you're a destroyer of kings (laughs) (laughs) I'm it's sad like I've never been called that before (laughs) no but like he he his work is so influential like you know the 90s were like defined by him in a lot of ways like Gaga's whole aesthetic basically owes itself to it doesn't stop Blair. with Steffi. No. The, the, the impact is palpable, immeasurable, and like, will never yeah, be the same. I, I, I'm sad that he's gone. What I do like about these fashion retrospectives and tributes that happen, because we saw this just last week with Andre Leon Talley, too. Like, yeah. there is such an extensive body of work that is so beautiful to like share and celebrate. Like, the entire timeline is going to be just like beautiful work and I think that's a really nice testament to 
just how influential and how, how like artistically gifted these people are. Should we take a moment? Well, that's called dead air. And on a podcast, <laughs> we can't on a podcast, we can't do that. So let's just, you know, give a little give a little clap. Happen in heaven. Um, <laughs> but we do have to get to our first segment. So we're gonna play Go Call the Governor. I'm gonna present you with three cultural scenarios from recent and or ancient history. And you're gonna decide whether or not the governor needs to be called. There are no wrong answers here, but your choice is binary. Are you okay. ready to go? I am born ready. All right. You texted me something the other day as a potential topic and I need you to expand on it. So it's making a plan <laughs> of the segment the Chicago gay mafia that's destroying the air in the Windy City. Does the governor and need to be called on whatever that is? I would say probably. Like the, okay. the specificity at which this was yelled in my face as I was walking home from dinner, uh, it's too real. I. I don't know that we know enough, and I think we need the governor's help on this okay. one. We might have to call the FBI on this. So, like, who said this? An utterance on the street? An utterance on the street. Okay. I was uh, walking home, minding my own, enjoying the evening air, and, you know, some passerby who was quite distraught, uh, got my attention and said the air will never be the same because of the Chicago gay mafia and well at first I, I didn't know what was going to be uh, behind the air not being the same you know there's lots of air discourse in Los Angeles air, yeah and just in uh, global politics but the Chicago gay mafia caught me off guard um, yeah I did intend to immediately ring you but seconds after i was <laughs> i was uh uh startled by another person distraught um who barely had any clothes on and you know just got distracted yeah well a it sounds like you need to find a new way to get home <laughs> a new <laughs> route um and b like that is certainly an inscrutable thing to say like i I'm a gay person who lives in Chicago, who has not been here for long enough and like just simply has not immersed myself enough in the queer scene to be considered a Chicago gay at all, much less a member of the Chicago gay mafia. But like, I've never but heard of what that is. But isn't that something a member of the Chicago gay mafia would say? Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Don't clock the spook here. Like, I... <laughs> I cannot claim to be anything other than me. And I think that's beautiful and wonderful. But really um, the, I am really, really concerned about the air quality now ever since you said <laughs> that, because I'm like, what could this be? Like methane, like jewel smoke, like- I, I regret oh. to um, inform you that I have not done any ruminating on this topic and aside from texting you about it, which 
I don't know why that is. I think I'm just so at a loss for where to begin. It is very destabilizing to hear something like that. Like this could, you, if you like chose to go down this ro- route, you could be in like a gay three doors of the condor type situation and really <laughs> like you pull this thread and the entire tapestry of American society unravels. I that on my shoulders, not after what I did with um, you, Blair. So let's let this be a call to the listeners. If one of you guys, guys with an X, wants to figure out what this could possibly mean, and if it all goes to the top or whatever, like people do in conspiracy movies, like, why don't you do it? You're <laughs> bored enough to be listening to this podcast. Like, this actually could help people, it seems. So let's chop chop. Come on. Nothing could make me happier. So thank you for or could make our lives worse and that's kind of the fun of conspiracies very true i'm ready okay let's move on to the second scenario and i am smacking a big fat allegedly over the next like four to five minutes of this podcast allegedly 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 Allegedly, Dakota Johnson locked people inside a blue bottle coffee shop because they wouldn't let her make the coffee. Does the governor need to be called? This is what happened 10 minutes ago, by the way. I'm pretty sure the governor has been called already on this one. That there's no way they haven't. So apparently this happened in the past. (laughs) Okay, I need to read. Okay. Oh, so a Twitter user. At biz underscore socks, Asella Express retweeted a picture or a video of Dakota Johnson lying about being allergic to limes with the following true story colon Dakota Johnson once locked me and my mom inside a blue bottle coffee shop because the barista told her she couldn't make the coffee herself. Follow up tweet. She closed the door on all of us who were still inside, pulled a rope out of her bag, tied the door shut, and walked away. We had to have a passerby untie the rope so we could get out. And there's a picture of Dakota Johnson holding open the door of a blue bottle coffee. That's evidence. I'm clutching my pearls at every step of this story. So is this iconic, yes or no? It is canon now. Like this, this shook me to my core. She was Um, definitely mother in that in that situation. It's it's definitely criminal adjacent behavior. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. I mean, how do we how do we get to the bottom of this? I hope she is forced to address it, but I also don't want her to get in trouble. I think that's very funny. That is very funny. As someone who is not terminally on the internet, as you have uh, described yourself, um, I might become terminally on the internet to follow this one as it unfolds. Yeah, there's definitely something about this that like, I need to know more, but like, I couldn't not you know, I could not talk about it today, even though it is allegedly, we have no idea of knowing if this actually happened or not, but we do have photographic evidence that points to her at least being near. There's some truth to it. 
we got to get a fin- uh, fingerprint dusting kit, find a rope, and <laughs> see what we can do, do think, here. Do you think the rope um, comes from, you know, maybe a set um, from any films that, you know, she is Sweet such Dakota a freak off the in. leash. Like I could, you could tell me any any source, and I would believe it. Like she's dating Chris Martin right now. I'm sure he has ropes lying around. Yeah, Gwyneth is probably. like very good friends with her because she's dating Chris Martin. Like she could have gotten some like weird like hemp and kelp rope from Gwyneth. We don't. <laughs> we don't know. I just think it's there weird are... that she's carrying it around. I don't know that that part isn't what weirds me out that it's being carried around on her person. For some reason, I'm not shocked. That's okay. the one thing I'm not shocked about. Are you like a Dakota head? Because I would consider myself. I am not, head. but I, okay. I, I, I follow enough of the highlight reel to know that I'm not shocked by it. That's, it's just, she's I can't very... explain that, but <laughs> I said what she, I said. She definitely is like, she is very like this word is so overused but like she is actually chaotic like she basically brought down the ellen show a few years ago <laughs> like with that clip Thank- of thankfully yeah thankfully so thankfully so and we cannot but- talk we cannot speak ill of ellen on this podcast <laughs> as a piece of queer media i owe everything to her so well um i will say something similar to what has already been said but i thought ellen's show was off the air yeah, it's Tomorrow one of those things to... they've been kicking the can on for a long time. And I'm afraid to have said that now because tomorrow we're going to open up our phones and see that Ellen is no longer on the air or dead. Well, um, it is ending this year. Okay, okay. So the only I... thing you can manifest is her death. <laughs> I don't know that I want that on my hands. Um that, but I, I, a, a I queer saw, trailblazer's blood on your hands. You're worse than the guy who shot Harvey Milk. So, I I know, but I, I discovered just this morning that Ellen was still on on the air. Actually, there's yeah. nothing happening. I um, saw the video that she she was interviewing, and Martha Stewart revealed that she had once dated Sir Anthony Hopkins. Mm-hmm. Couldn't Thank you it. for putting the sir in there. <laughs> that was very <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, I saw that clip too. That was Martha's really just out here wild and like I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. I hope Martha does never stop the wild one. Yeah. If anyone's gonna like find a way to stop time's march towards obsolescence, it's Martha Stewart. <laughs> Like she she has willpower. Okay. The bow on top. Last scenario here. Okay. The US Army tweeted a Lana Del Rey quote yesterday. Does the governor need to be called? <laughs> oh my God. Undoubtedly. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, the quote said- in question was being brave means knowing that when you fail, you don't fail forever. <laughs> Hashtag Soldier Saturday. <laughs> I don't even know what to say to this. You could have said anything, and I would just never would have been prepared for those words to come out of your mouth. Um, for our last, last one here. I, I don't have anything 
really to say about that. I know Lana is still alive, so I don't have anything about that, but um, yeah, I'm sorry. I have nothing good to offer. I, I just, you know, people just don't know their audience these days, I think is the real, the real issue. Like, I don't know who is the, I don't know if the US Army is trying to like recruit us with Lana quotes. And she served our country in many ways. Of course, we know that. Um, yeah, maybe, maybe Lana is involved. And she's Do you like, think there's any conspiracy to be drawn. She is, um, well, you know, she has spoken at length in her music about quote unquote real men. And maybe this is just an insidious tool in her arsenal to try to create more artistic fodder by, by sending an, a new generation of American men to, to make their blood boil in the trenches. I'm, I'm anticipating some, uh, some sort of like base tour pending maybe maybe that is like a USO show yeah yeah <laughs> exactly I am anticipating that in our horizons for I, Svetlana I would live and I would live and breathe and die <laughs> if she if she got up there and like she's saying like like a slowed down like Jessica Rabbit version of like boogie woogie bugle boy <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. Actually, now I'm, I'm maybe going to rescind my call to governor because I don't want there to be anything stopping that no. <laughs> entering my ears. Or we my eyes. I was just thinking to myself that I would buy tickets for that show, but the only way I could get tickets to that is to join the army. So. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I'm calling my recruiter. Um, where's my phone? Hey. <laughs> Seeing what we can do to, to get in. <laughs> <laughs> if there's a if there's a stub hub for for army recruitment like let's see let's see what we can do here but uh, okay on that note i think we need to take a quick break and we will be right back and we're back let's move on to this episode's cultural emergency gavin what are you rushing to the er today okay i um as mentioned am not uh, super savvy on all of the cultural crises, but the the Jamie Lynn versus Brittany of it all is keeping me up at night. Yeah, and I I need to talk about it because in my household it is not something that we can uh, discuss. Friend of the pod, John Smith, my my lovely betrothed is not so concerned with uh, whether Jamie Lynn gets her ass whooped or not. Okay, but so I, I'm hearing he's pro-Jamie Lynn. That's, when you say that, that's what I hear. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, silence is compliance, so. Yeah, I, John Smith is one of America's foremost stinkers, and I definitely <laughs> believe, I would believe that. Yeah. This is a doozy of a topic, for sure one that is not easily unpacked yeah. in the time we are allotted here yeah so you are a big britney head big britney head as am i um 
I mean, obviously it's good that she's free. Of course, no doubt, no question there. And I am so grateful for her social media freedom, most of all. Yeah. So as what, as that is. what are your like takes on, cause she, she's been writing like full manifestos on a pretty regular basis. And quickly deleting them. So you have to be quick with Brittany. Yeah, but they do live, um, I mean, it's, they're like the most screenshotable things right now. Like they, they really they live on. And yeah, it's, it is kind of, uh, creating such a flurry and so many takes on all of the things and all of the conspiracies around the timings of things I just want to see it live because I I I don't know there's something more pure just going to Britney's profile and and catching it when you can yeah um and I'm pretty sure I've I've like not missed anything although I haven't been on my phone this morning so I very well could have missed the the latest chapter um yeah, I, I think, that, well, actually, yes, because this morning I was, I was uh, quickly Googling and it seems as though <sighs> Jamie Spears, not Jamie Lynn, has, has entered in a new, uh, a new chapter here. He's, he's petitioning to have uh, Britney's medical records released for some reason. That mm-hmm. was the most recent um, thing I read. Like released publicly? Like why? Yeah. I mean, that seems exactly. like a HIPAA viol- violation, like textbook HIPAA violation. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Like, what? I think it's I think it's a um, a very Jamie attempt at uh, distracting. Yeah. And I would like to whoop his ass for such a thing. Yeah, like. I guess what he's trying to do with this is probably be like, see, like she is, she is unwell. Like she is, yes, she exactly. is all these things. Like she's a danger to herself. Like stop bothering all of us or whatever. And I'm like, don't be a dick. Yeah. Like, and Jamie Lynn also needs to not be a dick too. Like par- pardon my French, but like she's, <laughs> she is such like a craven opportunist. I'm not going to read this book that she's like, no put out no but I won't even search for any details on the book I don't want to know I I did I read a cut article that just came out that like analyzed the book scenes just for research for the pod or whatever and it seems like she is just unable to acknowledge her own like nepotism definitely she would have nothing if not for Britney and I think Brittany explained that very well in her her most recent uh, post about the situation. Yeah, it painted a very clear picture that um, definitely cemented my uh, avoidance of this uh, book that's coming yeah. out. I'm sort of of two minds about the Brittany post, and I don't want to sound like controversial or like insensitive, so I'm going to try to be as kid gloves with this as I can I think she has more than earned the right to speak about the injustices that her family has put her through because they are horrific like that testimonial she gave from when was it June May or June Uh, about like the IUD and stuff yeah was 
horrific to hear about yeah. like try like i genuinely could didn't know you could do that to a human being exactly. in that sort I of like within the context of the american legal system and have that be sanctioned yeah in the context also of britney spears i didn't think that was in the cards for the conservatorship no um and here we are that's only you know what we heard i'm yeah. sure there's many parts that you know britney herself has kept from the public and so. I, I have no doubt that she is going to reveal them with time i do the the other shoe here is that like she definitely seems like she still needs help like i think understandably after what she's gone through she should be like i think therapy would be a great idea through all this and i'm not necessarily sure that social media is the best form for her right now to be expressing herself because these are like very very complicated angry emotions that she's expressing in a platform that like I mean, basically, like you're weaponizing, you're weaponizing like those emotions against other people and having these, like your fans do your bidding. Yeah, no, I, I go back and forth because I, I think I sometimes am of that mind as well. Uh, but lately, seeing the the skits of her performing as a therapist, <laughs> yeah, makes me feel that that's not happening, and so at least not if she has anything to say about it. And so I'm kind of just letting go and submitting to the chaos of it all. Yeah. Um, partially for entertainment, but also just because it's like, not, it's no, you know, skin off my nose. Um, no, it, it isn't. And I think that should be the attitude that we all take about it. Like, yeah it's not our business how she chooses to process all this and how she reacts to it. I think she, she's not fully aware of what online fandom looks like. Well, yes, which is, I mean, is she is and she isn't because like the free Britney movement obviously is the best case scenario for what stands can do <laughs> like they literally, I think like they literally freed Britney. Like that's, wild that that happened that is crazy that, but, is, that is not really easily comprehended no. for sure and you're so right and i think um <laughs> i am sort of excited to see you know how the the dominoes fall here like what other uh you know pop princesses or princes may we see you know draw the curtains back in this way yeah i mean we're we're in that era right now of people relitigating the cultural like that like the predatory culture of like the early and mid 2000s like i haven't seen it yet and i'm not sure if it's actually out but like that janet jackson documentary is about uh, to yeah. come out about her like the super bowl scandal like her dealing with like the horrific misogyny she faced in the aftermath about it like Paris Hilton did a documentary a few years ago about like her um yeah uh, her legacy Pamela Anderson the, the yeah. I mean it's not documentary but I mean 
what is the, actually the name of it's called show Pam and out. Tommy. It's that Hulu show that it's Lily James, Sebastian Stan, and Seth Rogen. Yes. We're doing it. And it looks pretty good. It does look pretty good. And yeah, I think, but I think, yeah, the documentary side of it, like what's coming out of this is, is exciting in a lot of ways. I, so I do kind of hope we get more of me telling it. And because part of me is excited for, you know, this, hinted at tell all with you know an Oprah or something Mm -hmm. um part of me just wants Brittany to just you know get in front of a mic and just stream of consciousness at all yeah I think that's one of the things that was so powerful about the testimony she gave that was publicized um yeah to hear her describe what she went through in her own words was shattering yeah, I mean, it was yeah. sort of hard to follow at times. Um, but I think, honestly, the structure of a interview that, you know, say an Oprah would present to her wouldn't really allow her to say the things that, you know, yeah. she needs to say. I, I think Oprah is such a good interviewer and can, not saying that Britney is a difficult subject, but like if Britney, if Oprah can make Lindsay Lohan sound coherent and like narratively (laughs) impactful. She can, I think she'll be able to let Britney say her side of things, but also keep it focused and fully coherent. Because I think Britney's main problem right now with these posts that she's making is they are so stream of consciousness and so digressive that they can be kind of hard to follow so when when she does go for the jugular it's like whoa this is so out of nowhere i have a theory that britney is uh speech to texting these notes i believe that i don't think that she is sitting down at a keyboard or at an ipad more likely uh, to type up these notes, I think she is really just okay. <laughs> she's done so many posts about her damn iPad. Yeah, I'm like, let's get her a laptop. But I don't think she needs it. I think she just needs um, a good mic and maybe a couple apps to help you know button up some grammar and syntax a bit. And yeah, um, that's all I need. And maybe I mean like. I think one of the things she likes about this new era, I mean, there's so much like about this new era for her, but like she does have unfiltered access to her social media feeds and like direct access to fans again. So I can see why she'd be loath to have someone else take a little pass through of like what she's putting out. Um, But she definitely should maybe have someone like copy edit a little bit <laughs> i am available for that job if she wants to wants to hire any of us um what i need from Brittany is a bit more diversification of outfits because i i am i am all about repeating an outfit for sure but i want to i want to diversify that grid let's she... let's or let's do some throwbacks like i hope she still has access to some the archives iconic looks the archives come yeah. on that's what i 
That's what I am desperate for. I've she, had enough of these. Tops. Yeah, her her glam took a note, and I mean this with no disrespect intended. Like because it seems like that was part of her um conservatorship. Her glam took a nosedive in 2016 yeah in a way that she has never fully recovered from um and I really hope that this new era like she has access to like the designers that she used to get like the hair and makeup people that she used to get that aren't just like Jamie Jamie Spears hiring like his like Louisiana friends to come (laughs) in like zhuzh it up and like give her some like horse tail extensions (laughs) yes oh I, I was I was hesitant to talk about those but I I mean I'm even willing to uh, eager to see some of the like juicy couture yeah. archive samples we have like let's see some of those or you know Brittany was kind of queen of the fiery graphic tea yeah at a, at a period in time let's bring those in I, I feel as though her current wardrobe is is aging her in in a lot of ways you know? yeah I mean she she loves herself a peasant top and a low rise oh. jean short <laughs> and yes. you know what if that's what you want to wear and you're comfortable in it that's fine I just hope she said she's she wants to do more music like I know um Versace is designing her wedding dress too <laughs> for himbo which is good great like that's the kind of glam that she should be getting um and hopefully if she gets to like she's going to pick and choose her public appearances but I think she'll like be able to at least have more control over everything because she loves fashion like she does you go on TikTok and everything's having such a Y2K moment right now like the moment is perfect for her to come back and like snatch everyone's wigs or whatever but like all these interviews like she knows her shit when it comes to fashion Absolutely. We could all be just right around the corner from the greatest years of Miss Spears. Yeah. Like, I, I'm definitely ready for a revival. This whole situation right now is just so sad, though. Like, I mean, J- Jamie Lynn sucks, empirically sucks. The whole, that whole side of the family sucks. Like, no one's there for her. And then on the other side, like, is a w- woman who is just lashing out wildly for the first time now that she can. But like, I, I do find it weird that people, like, I don't read these posts as like sassy clapbacks, like a lot of no. people are. I read them as like, kind of like, like very desperate cries out into the dark. And, it just the whole situation is really sad I don't know why I I just I find it frustrating to see people like treat this so like flippantly or whatever this isn't a RuPaul's drag race yeah no totally I don't see it as a clapback either and I I have seen some of those takes and I'm I'm annoyed by them I um I am in some ways happy that she does have the ebbing and the flowing where there are some where she's you know, showing the whole host of her emotions here, because I'm sure it's only a fraction of what she's actually going through. But um, I do definitely hope there is a little bit more uh, of these spicy ones. Yeah, like I, I think a good balance is good. And if she wants to sprinkle the occasional grainy photo of her with her hoo-ha out, like that's, 
more power to her. Like I, I think that's all great, and I'm glad that she's she's really like letting letting it fly, letting it being her entire persona again. But well, I don't know. The, being two Southern women, I just I feel as though there there is you know we're getting super close to Jamie coming you know yeah out of her uh publicist clutches um and i'm ready for that because i think that britney will still destroy her because jamie is just a a dumb person and i don't want to be derogatory i don't know how i could be misread even though (laughs) i did just call her dumb so like whatever but like she does not know how to approach this scenario well like going on call her daddy aka joe rogan for women is not the right venue like yeah and she's that was just she is she this whole book cycle has been like this book isn't about britney this book isn't about britney and apparently britney is mentioned 350 times in the i did not i did not know that and i am not shocked at all how could it not be dropping but yeah (laughs) no one wants to hear about jamie lynn i'm sorry like teen pregnancy is not interesting (laughs) anymore (laughs) no no nothing about her is interesting um yeah i am eager for her to come out and just let loose and be shut down and maybe we'll be done maybe she can just you know go back to the farm have a nice time yeah focused on her family continue like killing cats with her tesla like yeah like she has been allegedly allegedly um, please allegedly her cats are getting stuck in her engine of her tesla um i don't think she should be getting death threats though no no that's 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 psycho and like a lot of people are doing that yeah true no we should just pay absolutely no mind no one way or the other no just like like this will all blow over eventually and like when britney sits down with oprah it's going to be like iconic we will live um and maybe we'll get some new music out of it maybe we won't but and we maybe we'll get a biopic maybe we won't maybe we won't we probably will but we probably (laughs) no we probably will but like i don't know it just people need to like get a grip all around like do we think that there will be an American uh, crime story season about this whole The thing? last person I want getting his <laughs> bald little hands on this, and if you're listening, I would love to work for you, Ryan Murphy, um, is Ryan Murphy. Like, I, I like those American crime story shows. I have not seen the impeachment one yet. I've heard pretty solid things about it. I do not think that he will treat this with anything approaching the gravitas that it deserves. <laughs> but I, I, I could be wrong. I thought I thought OJ sounded like a train wreck and that turn ended up being incredible, so. Right. I have also not seen impeachment, but I, I don't know. I'm already starting to think about where Sarah Paulson's going to be in the whole Britney versus Jamie Lynn, Jamie, Britney versus Spears of it all. And I haven't settled on on the answer to that but i think the answer is clear tell me christina aguilera 
She's going to get height reduction yeah. surgery <laughs> and a spray tan from the place under crunch sunset. And she's just going to like get a supporting actress Emmy, <laughs> the role of a <laughs> lifetime. Okay. I don't, That's I don't, all I needed. That's I all know. I needed to hear to come out right. of this. Thank God. <laughs> I think we need to move on to our final segment. Okay. So we're going to play it. Tear the Community Apart. The rules are very simple. I've picked two songs, and you're going to tell me which one is better. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yes. And what's more, I have a pretty difficult one for today. So these two songs are mid to late 2000s staples. You will hear them at a dentist's office. You will hear them at the pharmacy. They're songs for aspirational women. And they are two of the most like trailer featured songs of all time. If you're a woman on the go, both of these are your anthems. So I had to ask you a woman on the go, which song is better? Dog Days Are Over by Florence and the Machine or Suddenly I See by Katie Tunstall. You set me up for this one. Of course, I'm going to go with Florence. I don't know. You could be surprising, <laughs> but you aren't. So you are a Florence stan, though, and I didn't know this about you. So yes, I'm a Florence stan. And so, so Casey has not a chance. <laughs> so what about Dog Days Are Over is like really speaks to you? Um, everything mm -hmm. and, and anything it is like, seriously, that just brings me back. God, what year was that even, you know, released? Do you know? Uh, 08 or 09. Yeah, I was thinking 09 and it just brings me back to such a special time in South Dakota of mm -hmm. my youth. <laughs> um, yeah, Florence will forever be uh, my my North Star. Wow. So, yeah. I mean, she is a, a talent. Like, I have not loved her most recent stuff, but, like, those first two albums are, like, classics. Like, every single song is, like, hit, 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 hit. I have loved her recent stuff. I've pretty much loved everything. There's yeah. a little that I haven't. Um, maybe she did some songs for, I think, the Kingdom Hearts. Uh, yeah. I don't know which one, but she did some songs for the games uh, a few years back, and those were pretty not lovable. But um, yeah, I, I love her. And I don't know what she's been up to. She's sort of disappeared lately. Yeah, I... I'm sure she'll come back with an album this year because I think it's been like what four years since the last one three or four years three for sure um, yeah so yeah she's definitely not on track for another one yeah I am concerned though because yes I have loved them but they have definitely evolved in a way that causes me a tiny bit of concern <laughs> yeah like a lot of those festival bands from like 2009 to 2012 have had a really tough time maintaining 
like consistent relevance over that time period. Florence, I think, has done a great job and like definitely trans like she's different than like, I don't know, Atlas Genius or whatever, like that they used to play on like XMU back in the or yeah. not XMU, like Alt Nation back in the day. Um, but yeah, I mean, like they've been going on for almost 15 years now, which is an eternity. That is in music age. Um, I'm more excited probably and more concerned for the visuals that are to come. Because Florence okay. always does bring the visuals. Um, and I just, I don't know what's what's brewing at the moment. She could be cooking up something fantastic. Like they, she does take breaks between albums a lot. Like I think it was four years in between ceremonials yeah. and then the, the third one. And then another wow, three in between yeah. that. So like. I, but here's the thing. Florence does sort of orbit around maybe health and wellness communities mm -hmm. and given the current climate and moment that is my concern i don't oh, no. know what will come out of that that's me really going for a conspiracy here but yeah audience mm. you can okay well <laughs> you if, can if, do your own math here you know if if the conspiracy, if the detective, the intrepid young detective who is working on um, the Chicago gay mafia air quality <laughs> theory has a little time to add a, an extra case, um, we would love an answer on this too, because I am way too afraid to Google. Yeah. Like I hate yeah. finding out when celebrities I enjoy don't comply with my views on the my pro-vax views so, yeah. let's yeah. say so i don't even, i don't think i want to follow up on that one but yeah, yeah. we'll keep i pause at that <laughs> i'm gonna put in a quick good word for suddenly i see it definitely it is not a better song than dog days are over but suddenly i see is like iconic in its own special yeah. way like um friend of the pod Arthur Schott Lopez and I talked about Devil Wears Prada a few episodes ago, the 15th anniversary. Okay. And yeah. like, suddenly I see is such an iconic part of that movie. It's like the montage song, like <laughs> for like a, a young girl who's just ready to get her start in the big city. Like it is, it's You're definitely so right, mom though. music, but it's good mom music. You are so, so right though. That was last heard by me at the dentist maybe yeah. two or three weeks ago it it is an eternal dentist office jam with like yeah. every like the fray makes dentist office music oh like, yeah yep there's the fray i still wonder what they're up to actually and i'm curious if you know anything i do not i know that they are all pretty devout mormons yeah so i don't know what's going on there i hope that they're not hyper conservative anti-vaccine weirdos but you know what we just don't know we'll not never sure. know because i'm strong. not i'm not googling it i want to listen to over my head parentheses cable car without <laughs> having to do moral calculus all right yeah i've done enough math for one lifetime and I'm not about to do anymore. So you and me both sister. Yep. 
All right. Well, <laughs> on that on that fun note, um, let's More let's medicine. wrap this baby up. So, Gavin, <laughs> thank you so much for being here. This was a true delight. Um, one of the more insane topical episodes we've had in a while. And I'm sorry for putting you through like the flaming hula hoops to get to get here. But um what a what a gem. That doesn't that doesn't um surprise me. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I'm a difficult uh, I'm a difficult person. <laughs> I, I can never make it easy for people. <laughs> so um if you want to be found on social media, where can people find you? My uh, social media presence is not really that important, but follow me on Instagram, I guess, uh, at Gavo13. Awesome. Um, <laughs> mine is really not that important either, I say, Far but I'm lying. Than... <laughs> I'm lying through my teeth. Um, you can find <laughs> you can find Crisis Twink on Twitter and Instagram at Crisis Twink Pod. And you can find me at FKA Pigs with a Z and on Instagram at Drew Haskins with Z's. Um, definitely go give the official pages a follow. It's We're posting fun TikToks over there. <laughs> so. Oh my God. I haven't dipped my toes into that delight yet, but it's, I will. I It's so debasing <laughs> to advertise a creative endeavor on social media it's it's one of the most like soul-sucking things you can do because it is it's truly like hashtagging into the void like if you look at these posts the things i have hashtagged to like try to get people to look at it is (laughs) like hashtag gay well i salute you because i I don't know that I could ever look myself in the mirror. I think all reflective surfaces would be shattered if I did that to myself. Mm-hmm. And just because of how crippling my uh, my <laughs> self confidence is, I don't. I, I salute you for that. That's that's very brave. That is one of the most backhanded compliments <laughs> I've ever seen. What I hear is like. Well, you're gutted, you're rotted, <laughs> and you should go die in a ditch. But it's really nice that you've found the inner strength to say hashtag gay, hashtag podcast <laughs> on your Instagram photos. I said what I said. <laughs> oh, it's a living. And on that note, bye, everyone. Love you, too. Love you, too. <laughs> <laughs>